What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Networks. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Welcome, listeners, to the Wonder Twin Power Hour with Jennifer and Danica. Today, we are going to be talking about the, that consistency is the spice of life. We're so glad you're here, and uh, consistency is the spice of life. You know, what, what does that look like? Well, when you were learning to ride a bike, you had to keep at it until you finally kind of hit that balance, pedaling, steering, combo, jackpot, right? You didn't just jump on and know how to get from point A to point B without a wobble or a wreck or two or six but you were determined. You knew that if you could just get at the very least from point A to point A 2.0, point point B and beyond were going to soon be within reach. And that meant freedom. Well, what if learning how to change your thoughts and ultimately your life was the exact same process you used to learn how to ride a bike? Would you try it? And for how long? Would you be consistent in changing the way you were thinking to get different results, or would you let fear stop you dead in your mental tracks because it's not the same? Riding a bike doesn't X, Y, Z, you know, insert excuse here. So join us today as we talk about how to help you take your bike riding thought lessons to the next level so you can begin to unlearn all the fears that have been keeping you from exploring all the uncharted territories of your mind, your world, and your life. I am Jennifer Flynn, the Balance Maven. I support busy entrepreneurs and um, small business owners in ending the war between work and play. And Danica Treble, the family life coach at Unlearning You, tell us all about yourself. Well, I thank you, darling. First, let me say happy birthday from just yesterday, right? So, happy yeah, birthday well, thank yesterday. you. And I didn't get to tell you in person, but I wanted to, to share that. Um, always love being here with you. And like you said, my name is Danica Trevo. I'm the Family Life Coach. I help families turn their messes into their messages. And I know how, from personal experience, that can be traumatic, frustrating, aggravating, heartbreaking, all of that. And it's just with a few tweaks in communication the majority of that can be eliminated, and eye rolls can be a thing of the past for parents and teens alike. So that's that's really what I love to do. It's what my heart, is, where my heart is, and my passion is. And it's um, you know how they say when you love what you do, it's not work. So I can testify to that as well. Mm, love that. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited about our topic for today, and I really think that um, consistency 
is it is the spice of life that there's there, there's variety and consistency and in what that means to people and in what we're applying it to but there isn't variety in the sense that consistency while we can't you know you are the queen of definition so i know you're going to look this up and tell us what the definition of consistency is but consistency isn't necessarily defined by variety um but it is that you know that constant force and that that concerted effort that we're putting forth time and time again and just like the perfect example of riding a bike it you don't just hop on and do it takes some practice it takes some repeat effort in order to master that skill in a way that we can implement it as a habit i mean so many of us haven't ridden a bike for a long time but that doesn't mean you can't just hop on and ride once you cement that skill it can serve us for a lifetime the great thing about consistency in general I think it's a skill that once we cement, it, it serves us in more arenas than we can account for and often can become part of our character. Mm-hmm. Chuck, awesome. so tell me about... about... Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was just a personal side note. I had to chuckle when you were talking about not being on a bike for a while and then getting on one after many years. I recently had that experience, and while, yes, I could still balance, it was not a pleasant experience. (laughs) I was terrified. But speaking to consistency, I stuck with it because I knew I could do it. You know, if I had done it before, I could do it again. And it it was an adventure. And I learned a lot about myself and a lot about consistency, and I could have given up and... Um, you know, I had to ride a bike to work for a while, and I knew that it was faster than obviously walking and running. It's not going to happen. So um, I was able to borrow a bike. Well, I had to ride on a busy street that had a sidewalk, but I was able to get down there. Um, but the first time, I was literally wobbly and scared because I'd never been all that great on a bike because, honestly, I'd never owned one. But I stuck with it. I was consistent. I rode it there, and I rode it back. The first time, I had to walk it up a hill because I wasn't used to it enough, and I certainly wasn't going to ride it down the other side of the hill because, oh, no. But by the third or fourth day, I was able to get up the little hill and then ride it down the hill because I was consistent. I was determined, first and foremost, and then I was consistent with the practice. And I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned that just now. So I guess we we do have a a personal story that relates. Right. I love it. And, you know, I think the other thing that you just kind of illustrated is consistency is sometimes a muscle we need to either flex or build or rebuild. If it's something, you know, it's not something that necessarily once we cement that skill, it just means that we have it for a lifetime as solidly as if we were using it every single day. But that sometimes if we've gotten out of the habit of using it and we, you know, hop back into that space where we want to, you know, develop better habits around consistency, it's a muscle that we need to start flexing again. And it feels a little bit weak and it's a little bit wobbly and we need to, you know, strengthen it by using it repeatedly and getting that that habit back so that it feels like second nature. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. The, the first part of it that really stood out to me, though, when I was just talking, made me realize that we have to be determined to be consistent, though. 
Well, because I, I can say all point. day long. Does discipline factor in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could say all day long, oh, yeah, I'm going to get consistent. Well, what am I doing to to actually be consistent? Have I determined that no matter what, I will be consistent? Or have I just talked about it? I'll get around to being consistent when I feel like it. And and that's honestly another personal state where I've been recently. But I will circle back to that in a second. The definition of consistency is stead adherence, the same principle, course, form, or et cetera, a degree of density, firmness, viscosity, agreement, harmony, or capability, especially correspondence or uniformity among the parts of a complex thing. Wow, I love that. And I think you did you did just say, um, you know, very very well spokenly that can you be consistent by itself? I mean, is there a, is there a a twin pairing that goes with that? Does discipline come with consistency? And it's not about just solidly well intent. You know, when we really unpack what is consistency, I kind of, you know, the thing that came to mind for me was it's like a meditation practice. They call it a practice for a reason. It's not something that you just go and bam, I'm good at it necessarily. It's something that we have to practice and repeat and put into, you know, put into a specific practice in our life where we are creating opportunities to, to execute consistency, to implement it, to experience it, to embody it in everything we do. You know, kind of that old adage, I, I'm not sure if it's T. Harv Ecker I've heard him say it. I don't think he coined the phrase initially, but how you do anything is how you do everything. And when we really look at our core values, our character, how we show up in the world, whether it's for our children, in our workplace, for our peers, for our community, for ourselves, how are we doing it? Is it consistent? Is how we do anything how we do everything? It's something I actually talk to my kids a lot about is, you know, if you don't have time to do it right the first time, when do you have time to do it over? And being consistent in their efforts that do it, do it every time because it becomes a part of who you are as a core, how, how we do things. And I really think that, that that is consistency is a very key ingredient in that recipe. So, you know, what, what other ways does consistency I mean, you gave the example of riding the bike, and, you know, in, in fairness, I'll, I'll get vulnerable and share one of mine. I'll straight up had a, had a, a conversation with a marketer this week. And one of the ways that I have not been showing up consistently is in my online presence. I've been distracted by the service, you know, serving my people one-on-one, serving my people, um, you know, kind of in the day-to-day interactions. But I have not been as consistent in my online social media presence, in my online connection with my tribe and those people who have, have come to my community to, to hear what I have to offer. And so we've been creating a plan to be more consistent and you know, fill in what are the gaps that have come, gotten created or have barriers to entry, I guess, if you will, that have prevented me from showing up consistently in those two arenas. And I kind of had to ask for some help. I mean, what it came down to is I had a bandwidth issue that was handicapping my consistency. Mm. So sometimes we have to figure out not just what consistency means, but, you know, I kind of had to get a reminder of why consistency was important in some of these spaces 
to help me make it more of a priority and realize that it has a greater impact than I imagined. Again, how you do anything is how you do everything. So why is consistency important? I want to talk about what you just mentioned, though. That's such a great reminder. We need people to to either help us get back on track or tell us what we don't know. One of my favorite quotes, I think I'm going to put it as my tagline and make it on my business card, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. So right. if you don't know how to be consistent, then there's got to or, or what consistency in, say, like your online presence will offer you, then it's not going to be as attractive and it's not going to be something that you'll really want to put your attention toward. Because if it doesn't have value, then really what's the point? But once you understand that, oh, wait, this is also another arm of what I do and it's another way to continue your service, my passion and my people, you know, speaking of your online presence, then then it does make it more more easier <laughs> to be consistent at doing it. When there's an understanding of a why, most people are much more eager to follow through to get the desired results. So maybe that answers your question at the same time. What's the point of being consistent? It will get you to the end result much faster. Right, absolutely. And I think, you know, even taking that a little deeper is why do we want that end result? We need that driving force to create the bigger reason to have the consistency. And before we go any further, I want to invite our listeners to call in because we would love to hear why you think consistency is important and and how it's showing up or the lack of it is showing up in your life. You can call in at 646-716. 9397 to join us here on the Wonder Twin Power Hour with Jennifer and Danica. We're talking about consistency as the spice of life. And again, we'd love to hear from you. You know, what what are the barriers to consistency in your world and why do you think it's important? How is it showing up for you? So kind of coming then back again here to the why, sometimes that deeper why is, you know, we know that the result is, you know, greater improvement or bigger results, but I think in order to be consistent, we have to have that, that intrinsic desire. Like, why do I even want this? Why is this particular goal or experience or, you know, way I'm going to show up in the world, who I want to be, important enough to make me show up consistently? And so I think that why, you know, we want to be really clear, you know, if we're not showing up consistently, why not? Are we not inspired enough by what we're doing? Do we need to pivot, you know, You've probably heard me talk about on on previous shows, sunflowers, you know, their face is always toward the sun all day long. They are pivoting towards the sunshine away from the shadow. So if you find that consistency is not showing up in your life or you're not being consistent, it might be a good time to take a step back and look at not just why I'm, you know, why am I not being consistent? A lot of times it's super easy to start telling a story around that, like, well, because I'm lazy or because I'm unmotivated or, you know, what other things we, we might be hearing from others or telling ourselves, but let's peel the layers back on that and get clear on why are you not showing up the way you want to show up? Are you not inspired by whatever it is that we're wanting to consistently apply effort toward? 
and that maybe we need to pivot in that direction a little bit so that we're more inspired or we have a bigger goal or maybe we're motivated by pain instead of pleasure. Maybe it's more not pivoting towards the thing we want most, but maybe we're pivoting away from something that's hurting us. Whatever our why is, whatever the catalyst or the force that's creating the motion, we need to unpack a little bit more deeply what is it that is preventing us from not showing up consistently. What do I need to pivot towards to make that motion feel better? Mm-hmm. Well, this show is for me today. <laughs> this is definitely for my uh, my learning experience. Um, I'm thinking about being an entrepreneur and working from home is for someone like me challenging, shall I say. I am highly attracted to the next shiny thing. And uh, the, it's like, oh, okay, that looks fun. This looks fun. So I'm very pleasure motivated, but I'm also pain motivated too. It's like at some point, when is the pain of staying the same going to be more motivating than the pain of change? And I'm all about change because that's just the part of chasing shiny things. It's, it's, you know, to me, change is pleasure. So in, in my case, it's, I live alone, I work alone, and so I get into my habits of, I get into a a habit of inconsistently, of consistently being inconsistent. When you had asked if there were a twin, it's... Well, hey, you're consistent at something, right? (laughs) Right? I am consistent. I've been there. I just have to tell myself that. What'd you say? I thought I've been in that space. Sometimes I just have to tell myself, well, I'm, I'm still being consistent. I'm consistently inconsistent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can check one off the list. And so, and I right. say this for, for not just my, you know, our conversation, but I know that entrepreneurship is becoming a very big marketplace. And this could be a pivotal conversation for people either just getting started or needing to know, a, you're not alone in in not being consistent, and um, just you know that that it's it can be very difficult to to be in that space, especially if you don't know what to do or how to do it. And I guess for me, out you know the transparency pieces. I you know social media is is a great distraction and there are so many people here do it my way here's my way you want to be a seven figure person six figure income earner here try this this and so we're bouncing all over the place trying to find the one key that fits when really what would be the best is find one thing and work it through to the end and then if that doesn't work, well, at least now you have more information, you have new growth, you can move on to next, but you will have at least the habit of consistency and not jumping from A to Z or A to R or whatever, and then be able to at least instill the habit of consistency and focus. And well, something you just touched on was follow through, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another story along that 
same mine as my son, and I think you and I have talked about this before, Jen. Um, my son had started his freshman year of college, and he had gotten halfway through. He was knowing he was going to do music or theater, and he so he was really focused on those two things, but he knew he had to take some gen ed classes, and then he started getting back into the gym and working out again. He's like, oh, man, maybe I could take – you know, personal training certification or things around this. And he he had the talk with himself. He was like, no, I started with music and theater. I'm going to walk these out until I get to the end to know whether yes or no, I like it or I don't. And so he, he had that presence and he also had the determination and the self-control even to be able to put aside the distractions and focus fully on what he started so that he could then get to the end. And what he discovered at the end of his freshman year was that he is so passionate about being a music producer. He loves to hear music and knows how to make it better. And so he's found his calling by being diligent, by being consistent, by being determined, focused, and following through on one thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when we start unpacking what we're discovering, we start unpacking consistency, you know, follow through, discipline, um, or, you know, what I heard a little bit of maybe there was blissipline, because he knows that he loves performing arts and those kind of things. And he's like, I, you know, I'm just going to follow this through and see where, you know, where that bliss really takes hold in one of those spaces. And he knows that that he's going to travel that path a little more hardcore. Uh And again, that's again coming back to the why, you know, he's finding his why and knowing what is it of that path before him that's going to make him be consistent in that particular effort over all others because he has a bigger why, whether it's his deep passion for it or he knows that's his unique brilliance, um, you know, whatever it might be. You know, I, I, I love how we're kind of unpacking what at first glance is just consistency, but bliss, discipline. Uh-huh. Uh-huh the big why, uh-huh. all of those things are, you know, a big part of what contribute to consistency. It's not something that is necessarily standalone. So when we kind of come back to that definition of consistency, um, you know, what is consistency? Consistency is more of an experience perhaps than just a singular action or thing. We create a, you know, the perfect, the perfect opportunity or environment for consistency to be the product of. So is consistency the product? Is consistency the thing we do to get the result we want? Or is consistency the thing that all these other things come together to become? That's good. And while you were talking, I had the thought of, you know, people always talking about not being consistent at going to the gym. Most people don't love exercise, most. But what they like is the result. So Mm -hmm. it's 
being able to put just the effort behind even going to the gym, even if it's just to go get on the elliptical for five minutes, at least you got out of your comfort zone and went and did something to put toward the habit of being consistent so that then once the results start showing up, it's not even so much of an effort to go because the reward is now apparent. So it's the That's best. a beautiful it's, point. It's the, it, I had that conversation with somebody the other day. She's like, oh, I wish I could just crave exercise. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. So let's look at it a little different. Let's look, you know, and just look at being able to go and get the results so that then it's not so much of a chore to go to the gym. It's like you're focusing on the end result more so than the the action. So there are different ways to be consistent as long as the, you know, the why is very clear. Absolutely. And I think sometimes the result can also create the consistency or reinforce Mm -hmm. the consistency. Mm -hmm. We rarely get the result without the consistency, but certainly getting the results can strengthen that muscle for consistency and it can even um, help us reach higher heights because now we've seen the reward of our, of our, you know, continued efforts and we're more inspired to continue to make it a priority and stay the course because now we've gotten some results. So the results further, you know, amplify the benefits of consistency Mm-hmm. Or reinforce, rather. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. What, you know, before we do a little station identification, what, what are some other ways or, or things that contribute to this force that we're unpacking as consistency? We've got discipline. We've got bliss. We've got the big why. Um, seems like I'm missing one that we talked about. Focus. Focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of focus, there's, um, let's go back to the definition and see. It's a steadfastness. That is definitely something that, that goes along with it. And uh, Again, for me, it's if I had a checklist of things that I knew were going to get me to my result, I would so do it. I would be able to check those things off the list. I would do them and do them well and then get to the result. But a lot of cases, I mean, a lot of times in the beginning when I was business building on my own, I kept, like I had talked earlier, just reaching in all these different directions trying to get a little bit of something here and a little bit of something there and and I got so exhausted from working harder not smarter and so finding um maybe you know someone who can help you work smarter not harder would be a way to be consistent as well because when you were talking about being with your online presence that's something that I might not necessarily have understood or realized was important 
But now that I hear it, it's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And if you, you know, the more people see you, the more people see you. So, and that's what we desire. They'll get to know you, and they'll, they'll they'll be able to see you consistently and want to work with you because of that presence. Absolutely. I mean, it's you know, I think consistency could be said that it's so important in so many arenas that we travel in. I mean, if you think about um, parenting being an, an example that you probably deal with a lot in your private practice and families and, you know, turning messes into messages, what, a lot of times a breakdown in um, parenting comes from consistency. We're not consistently mm-hmm. holding them to the same set of rules. We're not consistently showing up as our best selves. We're not consistently handling situations with, the same amount of grace or patience, um, you know, consistency in the workplace. You know, if your leadership role or the team in, in place, you know, um, at the top isn't consistent in their efforts, top down, the folks who are responsible for those different roles don't know how to perform because they're not getting a consistent message. Therefore, they can't get consistent results. Education, mm-hmm. if we're not consistent in our, you know, in educating kids and taking them through the process through which they're meant to go, if we skip steps or we fall off, then gaps happen. So I think that, you know, it happens, you know, more, more than we realize in lots of different places. And if we break down where those, those um, systems are failing or not, not that a system's failing, but if we're, you know, not getting the results that we want, then it's usually a symptom that there was, perhaps a lack of consistency along the way, whether it was in leadership, whether it was in action, whether it was in process or strategy, you know, all of those things can, can definitely play a role. Well, here we are, I can't believe it, halfway through our hour together already. The time already goes so fast. I want to take a little time out to remind our listeners that you can join us. We would love to hear from you on, you know, what your your experience with consistency is and, you know, if you have any questions we can answer or experiences you'd like to share or um, insights that we haven't covered, our guest call in line is 646-716-9397. You are listening to Life Coach Radio Networks. Today we are on the Life Coach um, Radio Network. Uh, Most times you'll hear us on the Life Coach chat channel. Um, we're shaking things up a little bit here today. Um, we are the, here the third Thursday of every month um, at 4 p.m. Cent- or 4 p.m. Eastern. We are sponsored today by Audible. Audible is the, this amazing company that provides audiobooks wherever you are. I treat it like mobile university. I live in a pretty rural and remote area. I spend a lot of time listening to audible books when I'm traveling to the airport, traveling out of town. I don't have anything that is any less than one hour away from me. So I get a lot of mobile university time. I've been an audible user for years. I personally believe it is the very best um, audiobook service available to us, reasonably priced. And speaking of reasonably priced, as one of our exclusive listeners, Audible is offering you a free trial to check out their services for yourself. Fabulous app on your smartphone. You can get a free book at audibletrial.com forward slash life coach radio on us to try out their services. And um, 
you know, take advantage of Mobile University for you today. I like to listen when I'm running, when I'm walking, sometimes at the grocery store, sometimes when I'm doing laundry. Really, I think there are so many times and places where we could be enriching our lives in different ways that we wouldn't otherwise think available for us to capitalize on. So want to let everybody know that that offer is available. Also, letting you know that we have other channels here at the Life Coach Radio Network. There are a lot of amazing on-demand episodes. Think Tank is uh, available on the Life Coach Radio Network, How to Destroy Crippling Self-Doubt and Thrive. I think that would be a lovely uh, show that would complement what we're talking about today because sometimes things that prevent us from showing up consistently consistently in whatever arena we are in can be the, the internal self-talk, the things that we, okay. stories that we tell ourselves. So fabulous opportunity there. And then Life Coach Chat Channel always has great compilations of folks. We've got Holy Shift, one of my favorites, with um, <laughs> Barb Heenan and Leslie Vichetti. They have one currently for Flow, How to Get More in Your Life, and Making Inspired Choices with Coach Linda, there are so many opportunities for you to listen, get enriched, get connected, get plugged in, and, um, you know, just better yourself. So back to us here at the Wonder Twin Power Hour. Again, your hosts, Jennifer and Danica, we're talking about consistency. So we've talked about what consistency looks like, what kinds of things factor it into create consistency, why it's important. And even factoring in, you know, why, why we aren't consistent in getting to a bigger why so that we can show up more fully. So the thing that everybody always wants to know about is how do we do it? How do we be more consistent? How do we show up in that, that disciplined, focused, intentional way? What are your experiences with that, Danica? I was waiting for you to answer that for me. <laughs> How do I do this? I'm all ears. <laughs> it's um, it's definitely just awareness, you know. It's it's the awareness, the determination, and then just catching myself. Again, personally speaking. I, if there's nothing to for me to bump into to keep me on track or on task, I tend to be like Billy from Family Circus. Was it that that um, cartoon from way back in the day when he was going from his house to his next door neighbor's house, and he'd climb the tree, and then he'd go down the street a ways to do the swing, and then he'd go through the neighbor's house to pet the dog, and then he'd go to school for you know, to see if anyone's on the playground and then eventually make it to his next door neighbor's house. And unless we have those sort of boundaries, it's really easy to get distracted or tasks to keep me on focus. Um, So um, that's, and I tell myself every morning it is, it's like a practice and it's, it's, you know, I've, I've determined that I've set my mind to it, then it's just really doing it. And I've even had to resort to, um, you know, putting my phone across the room to make me get out of the bed and just whatever it takes. And then once I'm up, then I need to, I've got sticky notes 
here's what you're going to do. You're not crawling back in the cool. bed. You're going to get this accomplished today. It's, it's, it's knowing what didn't work and doing something different. Because I certainly have I a long list that. of what hasn't worked. A new input equals new output. I think that that's a really important lesson that, you know, unpacking what hasn't been working and realizing we need to do something different, you know, to get a new result, we need to do something we haven't done before. And um, I love having, you know, utilizing, like you just illustrated, sticky notes are a great tool to utilize to help us grow and flex that consistency muscle. And, you know, really, I think it comes down to, in some cases, the laws of physics. A ball in motion stays in motion if acted upon by an outside force. We need an outside force, in some cases, to be that, that, con- that consistent thing that keeps us moving forward so that we don't get to a place where we lose momentum or that we start to slide. And ways, you know, what can we do to, to create that? You know, the thing that came to mind when you were kind of talking about that force is accountability. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. consistency also looks like accountability. You know, that's a, that's a component to what builds that because if we could all be consistent on our own, that's why you go to the gym with a buddy. That's why most people mm-hmm. are coming to a class or things like that. We're not all intrinsically motivated solely to, to be consistent in arenas that we know will make a difference in our life. So the way that we can be consistent, one way we can do it, is to employ support, to ask for help. You know, like the example I illustrated before, I had to recognize my limitation and really unpack what was preventing me from showing up consistently in that arena and realize that I had a bandwidth issue. And it wasn't because it was not important to me or I don't believe that there's value or priority, but I needed help. And Mm -hmm. I had to, to ask for that help. And I think in terms of accountability, you know, it's important to be able to, implement systems, strategies, structures, tools, resources that help us create that consistency. Sometimes it's asking for help in the form of a coach, in the form of a, just a buddy that you're going to pair up with. Um, but there's also habits that have to be created that allow us to flex that muscle. And I know I'm a big fan of, you know, little things that, that add up to be very big things. You know, a snowball starts with a snowflake. One mm. snowflake somewhere was the very beginning of where that snowball would start. So, you know, picking three things that you're going to do every day that are going to just create consistency in your life that will help you build that, mus- that muscle. We're just going to strengthen the muscle. How do we strengthen the muscle? With practice. And we have to do, we have to repeat something over and over to create that consistency. So finding, you know, ways, tiny ways that just get us over the hump, that overcome inertia, that have us taking action can help us start building that consistency muscle for other ways where we want to apply it. Again, we talked about it being a big skill that once we polish it, we can apply it in lots of different places because we've gotten good at it. Some of us will have gotten off of this bike for a little while. Some of us don't have any motivation to ride a bike, but we realize we want to, you know, go get ice cream. So we're willing to ride the bike in order to get ice cream. That's our bigger why. So 
three things that you're going to do every day. Pick small ones that are just going to help start building the muscle. You know, we don't lay on the couch all day long and start running marathons. You take a walk around the block. So what's something that, you know, think to yourself, for anyone who's listening, what's one little thing you could do every day that feels doable but that would start building that consistency muscle? Maybe it's a certain time of day you're going to get up. Maybe it's, um, you know, I'm going to have one less cup of coffee. Maybe it's that I'm going to shower every morning instead of at night. I mean, whatever it is, you're going to pick a habit, a daily habit, something that's doable, but that you're going to just make it a point to think about it every day. Maybe it's a read a paragraph of an enrichment book. If you're, um, you know, if you're religious, maybe it's, you know, reading your Bible every day, one line, one phrase, you know, one, one verse. That's all it takes. Mm -hmm. It takes you like 30 seconds. It's like brushing your teeth. We do that consistently for the most part, most of us. (laughs) For the most of us. Right. Um, but what, that, how did you how did you get to where you're consistently brushing your teeth every day? It became a habit. It was something you started doing every day consistently. So in order to flex the consistency muscle, you know, we just got to pick small things to get that started, so that you're getting new input, so you can get new output, so you can keep the ball in motion. What would what would three things you would pick be, Danica? I have. Um, we were talking about having an accountability partner. And for me, I know I have to have someone standing right there. Not Well, that would be helpful. Somebody who will not <laughs> let me slide on what I'm going to say I'm going to do. If I have, because then I'll slide. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I can do. If they say have it Tuesday at 2 p.m., more than likely because of my conditioning throughout my childhood and then never knowing to change it until later in life, I would procrastinate and put it off until Tuesday at 1.45 p.m. And then, you know, so what is the phrase? It's urgency creates necessity. And when it gets critical mass time, then that's when I go get to action. So I know that about me. So I would align myself with somebody who won't let me slide, who will say, if you don't have it, then X, Y, or Z will happen. And I know I need that. That motivates me. That gets me. That gets me to do what I need to do. And it's really easy to make commitments an option. And that is something that you know I I, I would rather not do. So it's just being so aware of my habits. And for you said for three of them, that would be in employing a friend or a drill sergeant that would be able to be right there for me. I, yeah, like I said, I had to do sticky notes. I, because my brain is always thinking about 16 different things and I could be staring at one thing and seeing it, but not processing what it is I'm seeing or hearing something and not really listening and so it has to be very present moment minded for me. So something that would help me be present minded would be sticky notes. And then mm-hmm. and then tweaking those because once I get used to seeing them then I don't see them anymore. So it's just it's different ways of tricking myself to be more aware 
until it becomes a habit. I love what you said about um, having to kind of switch it up because, you know, you, what you, what, I don't remember your exact words, but what I heard was an experience that's happening in my life that I'm calling white noise. That after a while, it's like the mm-hmm. Peanuts Gang teacher. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. I have become in in, in one particular arena in my life white noise. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, if we are consistently showing up in a certain space, that's another. That's actually probably one of the flip sides of consistency. Is it can count against us if we're being consistently a certain way that's not having a positive mm-hmm. impact or that the conditions aren't all aligning themselves in the right way. Consistency, you know, after a while, you're the peanuts gang teacher. And um, I think, you know, switching things up a little bit, you know, just like what you described, after a while I don't see the sticky notes. I had a sticky note for the longest time. Every week I got eggs from my um, neighbor down the hall. I'm in an office building. This lady has these amazing eggs. I get eggs from her every week. I forget them and then leave them in the fridge at my office. And so I put a sticky note up on my door that says take home eggs. Actually, she put sticky note on the door because she would come in the next day and I'd sell eggs in my fridge. And so she put the sticky note up. It worked great about the first three times. And then after a while, I didn't see the note anymore. I didn't see the note anymore. And so I think that's a valid point that we have to be wary of consistency because consistency can sometimes breed complacency if we aren't pairing it up with those other magical parts and pieces. You know, I think consistency alone doesn't serve us always in our to the recipe. We're not making cookies with just a cup of flour. Right. So I love what you said there because that's an important thing for all of us to remember. What works for you, what doesn't, and just because it's working for you doesn't necessarily mean that thing will always work for you or will it become something that you become complacent about because you don't see it anymore because it's white noise or it's too familiar and knowing, you know, to put systems and strategies into place that keep it fresh enough that you're present and engaged. I think that's another key thing that you mentioned was being able to be present and and engaged, which helps us with focus. And that allows us to still see the sticky note because we've got a, a, a deeper level of presence. I mean, I've been thinking about, I don't know, everybody's got this, you know, these health craves, I can't, the Fitbit gives you presents about how many steps a day you're taking, all of that. I'm seriously considering buying, buying the Spire. It's apparently this health thing that goes beyond tracking. It's about monitoring your breathing and your daily, in addition to your daily activity. So it's giving you insights oh, about staying relaxed and focused. And when you're calm, because it's kind of catching up with your heart rate and your breathing, like it'll like prompt you. If, it, if you haven't taken a breath in a while or you're breathing really shallow, it's just a little thing to remind you you need to take a breath. You know, when we think about the three things that we're all going to do, you know, one of the things for me that I have been working on, meditation is a practice. I'm not, I'm not disciplined enough or consistent enough to get to the calling my meditation a practice. So I'm starting with just breathing and trying to be more mindful mm-hmm. of my breathing. And so when I think of one thing every day that I'm, you know, working hard to be consistent around, it's, it's breathing. And, you know, it's something we all take for granted. There are listeners out there going, really, you need to be consistent about breathing because you have an autonomic nervous system mm-hmm. taking care of that for you right now. 
but I breathe shallow or I go long periods of time where I'm not breathing a lot um, Mm -hmm. just because I'm super focused. So, you know, having some consistency in that practice, being present, being disciplined, asking for help, using tools, um, you know, that's an example of, you know, one of the three things I would want to, you know, focus on a little bit more in being consistent with every day. And, and those are an example of how I would use a tool, how I would, you know, get support. I just shared it with the world that I'm, hello, accountability. Um, you know, same thing for me as drinking water. I'm not great about hydrating. I actually had a client I haven't talked to in a really long time that I was having a chat with today, and he said, how's your water consumption? And I'm like, what the heck? He remembered that that was something that is, I'm not consistent about, and I'm not, it's, it's a symptom of discipline. It's a symptom of distraction. Um, but, you know, there was a little layer of accountability, like, thank you so much for reminding, and thank you for reminding me. I have another client that comes to see me. He brings me a bottle of water when he comes to my office because he knows it's something that I'm always trying to create awareness for. And so he's being a partner in that success for me. So I think, you know, when we think about how do we do it, to kind of recap those things, Ask for help. Employ the masses. Uh Share with your tribe. Uh Let, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships. It's not about judgment or shame if you're sharing it with the right people. It's about how can I help you in this endeavor? It's about my client bringing me a bottle of water. It's about another client saying, how's your water intake today? It's a a friendly Mm -hmm. reminder because I care about you. I care about your health. And I, you know, if there's something small I can do to make a difference, and that small thing that they do for me makes me feel very cared about. And it helps me also be a little more accountable to myself. So mm-hmm. practice, doing it repeatedly, systems, creating something that's duplicatable every day um, and, and that you can repeat. Accountability is key, mm-hmm. you know, really sharing it with somebody and then, you know, using some tools. The Spire is a tool, an example of some, a tool I'd use. A sticky Note is a tool example that Danica shared. What other things come up for you when we think about how we do it? What other things might be let, or be lifting out of the, leaving out of the mix or come up for you, Danica, that we, we can kind of recap for our listeners before we talk about what happens if we are able to be consistent? I'm not sure if this is really answering your question, but the phrase give what you hope to get was coming very, I kept hearing that in my head, give what you hope to get. So like you were saying with the people would bring you something that made you feel good. So they were giving. So when we give that helps us to feel better about ourselves. It helps distract us from what, we think we're not doing right or what we think, you know, all of the, those negative stories that we could be building around. And when we brighten somebody else's day with a smile or looking them in the eye and we see that they react in a positive way, that might be a, an, a, a, an awareness for us to realize that, wait, I haven't had any kind of interaction with anyone, any positive reinforcement. So, and, and then that can kickstart the, the desire to be consistent again. A lot of times that when we get sidetracked, that's why we're the Wonder Twins. 
I cut you off with my compliment. Keep going. No, no. I was just probably going to add something that didn't necessarily need to be added. But, you know, I know for me, when I start feeling as if I'm not accomplishing what I feel like I need to accomplish or nothing's showing up or I'm not getting those results or I'm doing so much but nothing's popping, then I start feeling like I'm less of a person. And then the minute somebody holds the door for me and says, hi, wow, your shoes are fine. You know, it's like, ah, thank you. You see me. You notice me. I do exist. Or even if they just glance your way and give you a little side smile, that's so reassuring. And so I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start acknowledging people so that hopefully that will they'll be able to start paying it forward. And then the times that we're living, community is so important and communication is so important and self-worth is imperative. Those little bits of things that we do, just you know, holding the door for somebody or smiling at somebody or saying, hey, thank you, or giving somebody a compliment that even if it's forced, it's still something that you can do to contribute and then that will boost your your productivity. That might be the single best how do you do it um, of all the things we talked about, simply because, you know, giving what you need most to another in order to receive it, I'm a big, big proponent of that. And when all else fails, if you just do that, it comes back to you in some other form. That person isn't going to be the one that gives it back to you, but you're going to receive it in some other way. And so if you can't figure out how to create consistency for you, create consistency for someone else. Create consistency for a child or for a friend or for a family member or for a pet or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. Maybe it's that consistent smile every time you walk into your office building to the person who's on the first, first floor corner office. Um, you know, it can be little ways that you can create that, um, that gift to another. I love that you said that. I think that's amazing. And I think, you know, that leads us perfectly into, you know, if we are consistent, what happens? How does it change our life? What's the impact? And that one thing right there is if you can give what you most need to another, what will happen? You're enriching, you know, their world. You're creating an inspiration and opportunity for them to, provide that for themselves or for someone else. I think creating consistency in our world, if we do it, leads to immeasurable um, benefits, you know, not, not the least of which is improved character. And, you know, again, how you do anything is how you do everything. But showing up, can, you know, in that way for yourself and for others in terms of your reputation in your workplace, your reputation in your community, um, not that it's all about what other people think, but certainly there's a lot to be said for, you know, how we feel about ourselves in in those mm-hmm. spaces. And showing up consistently, creating consistent results, big win. Getting the impact that mm-hmm. we're looking for, getting the outcome that we are hoping for. What you said, what you put in, you get out. What you give, you receive. Yeah. And that allows us to have a bigger impact on the world, which lets us have a bigger ripple effect. I mean, I'm all about service. Maybe, you know, it's not everybody's gig, but, you know, I like to know that 
on having a, a bigger impact and that we're making a difference for every life that we touch, small or big ways. Mm-hmm. The small Absolutely. starts out, like you said, that one tiny snowflake makes a snowball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there are times I've I've allowed myself to to get stuck thinking, oh well, I don't have the money to go do this, or I don't have this. And I was looking at the big big picture, and when I was able to step back and scale back, I was like, oh, but I can go do this. I could do this. It doesn't cost money. It doesn't cost anything but a minute of my time. And what an impact it will make on that person. Even if it's texting somebody who crosses your mind that you haven't thought of for a long time, hey, I'm thinking about you. Because you, we all know how that would make us feel. And so when we can just, and it's so cliche, but it's so true, those acts of random kindness, if we can all just start doing one, at least one a day, that ripple effect would absolutely be unstoppable. Speaking of the kindness and the consistency and the stop, unstoppable um, effect, you know, I'd love for, you know, here in our closing minutes, um, I'd love to have you share with our listeners a little bit about the little adventure you've been on recently with the listening and the showing up and just giving free listening. I've seen some consistency in that. And I think it's an amazing way to, you know, maybe give what you most need to receive but also, you know, creating um, a space for people to ask for the help that they need. And I would love for you to just, you know, hear closing thoughts, maybe share a little bit around that with our listeners and what you've learned from that in terms of consistency. Oh, well, thank you. That has been so very, very interesting. It is so, and that's what made me think about, you know, what can I do? I've, I've, I've been really feeling desperate, like I needed to start coaching and the clients were coming and it's what I'm called to do. And so my my thoughts and my stories and my self-esteem were all getting all twisted. And I was like, well, I need to talk to people. And so I was trying to be an online presence. And I was like, but how how is that really getting my hands dirty, so to speak? And then I saw this video And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. And it's I go stand at a place where there are people and where I'm staying for now, there's not really like a busy street corner that I can go to. So I'll go to a grocery store or I'll stand outside the gym or I'll go to a coffee shop or I will just, you know, wherever I'm really, wherever I feel led to go is what I will do. So not only am I listening to other people, I'm learning to tune into to my intuition and to where I feel God is leading me. And the first day I went, I, in, my, in case any of the listeners know what I'm talking about, I hold up a sign that says, need to listen, no, need to be heard, I'll listen. And it's based on the principles of free listening. And so the first day I went, I, I I've had like a half a second of fear, like, oh, my gosh, what are people, and I'm like, what do I care what people think? This is what I do. This is what I love to do, and this is going to get me in front of people so I can be there and do what I was born to do. So I stood there with my sign, and people 
are so conditioned to think a certain way that sometimes they won't even look at me because they might think I'm begging or they don't want to make eye contact. I've had that. I had somebody walk by me kind of side eye on my side, and when I looked at them in the eye they and said hi to them, they looked away and just, like, darted in a different direction. But the first day I did it, the very first person that talked to me, he was walking into the store, and then he kind of just, like, beelined over to me, but in a, in a cautious kind of way, he's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm listening. He says, oh, why? I was like, uh, people need a place to be heard sometimes, so I'm just going to be here listening. He goes, how did you know? I said, what do you mean? He said, how did you know I need to be heard? He goes, I'm grieving. My wife of 52 years passed away in November, and none of my friends who are guys understand why I'm more comfortable talking to women, so I really don't have anyone to talk to. How did you know to be here for me today? And I, I mean, I should have packed up shop and went home right then. How do you, you can't top that. It was something that I was just, I was standing there holding a sign, and I gave this gentleman a place to be able to feel not only seen but heard. And he also, he was like, is this what they mean when they say God works in mysterious ways? Because I just came to the store to get water, and here you are. And and then that brought up another person to talk to me at the same time, and those two exchanged numbers. So now those two have become fast friends just because of me holding up a sign and keeping my mouth shut for the most part. And that ripple effect is is so powerful and it, and then there are times when I don't talk to anybody, but I'm also observing and I'm I'm able to see that regardless of of whether people talk to me or not, everybody do desire everybody does desire to be seen and heard because you think about it too with with um, social media, everybody's got a voice whether it's a positive one or a negative one, and then we feel connected, but in reality we're very disconnected by social media. And so then when people feel disconnected, they start behaving. The shorts get shorter, the shirts get tighter, the, you know, the, 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 the drinking gets stronger. In my case, it would have been the, the binging would have gotten more, more prevalent. And it's all because we don't feel acknowledged or accepted, which is our basic core need. And so when we offer someone that space to be seen and then heard, it does really just start the the snowball effect of 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 you know um, I, I guess the, the only thing that's coming to me is like putting that pep in your step that you really are motivated to do something and that that motivates you to be consistent. So I may have gone into a lot more detail than you had <laughs> had liked, but it's been a very powerful thing and then my son and his best friend went with me and they're they're 17 years old and they're standing out there listening and when we were out there we were at a a grocery store and the lady that was working comes out and she goes what are you doing there's no soliciting and the boys are like but it's free she goes well well I don't even know what listening is but you can't do that here people are so stunned by the offer of free validation or free you know, just a free space with nothing attached to it, that they they react in a 
really surprising way, but it, it's also also not surprising because of the way things have gotten to the point where people are so so deconditioned to be in relationship with other people. So I've been blessed, and I, you know, I intend to keep doing that, and and I'm I'm tweaking it to see if I should do it, like we're talking consistently every day at two o'clock, so people will know I'm there, uh, you know, and then be able to just say, hey, there's the girl with the sign, go talk to her, you know, it's something that's a work in progress, but we're that's part of learning how to be consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's just a, you know, a lovely example of all that. And honestly, we we could probably have an entire show around listening. Um, <laughs> and, you know, what it is, why it's important, how to do it, and if you do, what kind of great results you'll get. Um, well, that, I can't believe it, wraps another hour of the Wonder Twin Power Hour. And I am always absolutely delighted to be in your company, Danica, and in those who, who listen to our to our stories and to our message and to our, um, our topics. And we want to, you know, always invite you to reach out to us independently um, beyond the show. If it speaks to you, if there's um, a way we could support you in your journey around consistency or anything else for that matter, you can um, find me, Jennifer Flynn, at thebalancemaven.com. I would love to learn more about how I can support you in ending your war between work and play finding out where you're hemorrhaging time in your business and then taking that time once we get it back and integrating it into your personal life, whatever that looks like, whether it's home, family, toys, hobbies, or the travel or the like. Um, Again, that's Jennifer Flynn, The Balance Maven. I'm at thebalancemaven.com. You can find me here also on the Life Coach Radio Network on the Meet the Coaches page. There's links to all of my social media that I will be getting more consistent with in light of our conversation today. <laughs> Danica, share with the listeners how they can reach you and, and what you can help them with. Oh, thank you for you being so consistent in my life and always being, I know I can count on my heart getting happy every time I just think of your name or, or hear your voice or see your name somewhere. So thank you for being that for me. Uh, if anyone would like to reach out to me via my website, which is much better than it was. It's still a work in progress. It's danicatrebel.org, D-A-N-I-C-A-T-R-E-B-E-L.org. And, of course, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and also on the Meet the Coach pages uh, page on lifecoachradionetworks.com. Thank you, Honey Bunny, for letting me be here with you today. Well, you are so welcome. I can't wait till the next time. And thank you again to our listeners. Remember, we are here on the Life Coach Chat Channel usually every third Thursday of the month at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will look forward to connecting again then. Thanks so much and, and goodbye. Bye.